Hey, everybody. Here we go on a Wednesday on Grand Fork's Best Source. Joining us today, Scott Meyer, North Dakota State Senator in the studio. Man, what a busy year or session that these guys had. We're going to talk all about it. Things that got signed, things that maybe didn't get signed, and all that fun stuff. Our show, by the way, brought to you by River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. I tell you what, make the uh, River Cinema 15 and the Shire your next dinner and a movie destination. Both in the River Mall at East Side, either dine inside the movie, memorabilia laden restaurant, the Shire, or you can take your meal to the movie you're attending to. Uh, got some of the week's features attractions, uh, feature attractions this week. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I can't wait to see that one. Uh, rated PG-13, Big George Foreman, Renfield, and Air, both rated R. And you can find the complete show times and listings online at rivercinema15.com. And don't forget about the two dollar uh, or the five dollar movies Tuesdays. All day at 550 Senior Matinee Specials Wednesdays and Thursdays. You know, the River Cinema's got those luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages. Family owned and operated by the same company that runs the Graham Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, you can look online at morefamilytheaters.com. If you have any questions or comments, man, what a busy morning. Uh, feel free to call or text our number 701-213-0863, 701-213-0863. All right, here we go. Time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. So apparently there's a bipartisan push in the U.S. Senate to legalize marijuana for arthritis treatment. Yeah, apparently there's a big bipartisan push in the U.S. Senate to legalize marijuana for arthritis treatment. So in other words... Um, there's joint support for joint support for joint support. You didn't like Boo. it. You didn't like that one either. Joint support for joint support. I need joint support. In fact, I need all three of those joint supports. <laughs> well, you live in Minnesota. You'll be all right in a couple yeah. months. And I got bad knees too. Yeah. Uh, let's see, people won't leave me alone. There we go. Um, how have you been, man? Great. Glad uh, to be back. You know, I, I made the comment to you, and I didn't mean it in a bad way when you walked in. It's like, wow, you're all clean cut and everything. Last time I saw you, your hair was getting out there a little bit. And uh, you Shaved. also made the comment that I might have to do that again. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of my thing. Yeah, and yeah. It's my, my uh, <laughs> defiance right there. And, you know, um, we're not getting any younger. No. And uh, a lot of people, if they give you a hard time about your hair growing out, Probably can't do it on their own, so there might be a little jealousy in there. But at least you still got it going on, brother. You can grow your hair if and you it's, want. It's gray. It and really is. But platinum highlights. Yeah. that's what I tell people. It gets grayer every session. Yeah. I saw a picture from my first one. <laughs> I had all brown hair, and now it's gray. Uh, and and you did look like a kid on that first. You got. I mean, you are fairly young looking for your age. You got to admit that. But I saw that same picture. And you, you looked like you were fresh out of high school, man. <laughs> You're right. But being in the Senate will weather you. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, am, I am 40 uh, now. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I, I look it. So. Yeah. When you first showed up, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine some of the older guys probably looked at you and like, who's this dude? Whose nephew is here today? <laughs> it, it was. Uh, and, and the other one, there was a kind of a running joke. Uh, I was the third youngest up until this session. Um, there's a, a former senator named Jessica Bell. Okay. And she was the youngest. And people would walk up to us and go, oh, it's so nice to see young people working in the legislature. And they'd look at me then and go, and what's it like to be the youngest senator? And I'm like, well, you know, and just kind of him uh-huh. and ha because I knew I wasn't. And then Jessica right. would always go, I'm the youngest, and you should tell them that I'm the youngest. I go, haven't you ever heard it's rude to correct people? Seriously. 
It's rude. Yeah, I hate to be rude. Yeah. Um, you know, I know this is something that's big for you, and I believe you were just down there again, uh, the boot and scoot and shoot in, ta- in uh, Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Uh, I know we talked about this when you were there last year, and you were super stoked about it, and I saw, again, some of the social media pics, but uh, tell us about that, and how fun is that? It, it's, it's quite an impressive event. Uh, it's called the Most Patriotic Day in Texas. And what it is, is at the Dallas Gun Club, uh, there's a bunch of sponsors, Benchmark being one of the main sponsors. And, uh, you know, this year we raised over 900000 which was a little down from typical years. We usually get over a million. But mm-hmm. with kind of this slowing economy, you didn't see quite as yeah. many folks there. But it, it's there to help uh, veterans, uh, um, charities, and mm-hmm. everything. And, and it's a great event. So I was down there for a couple days, took my dad with. He's a Vietnam veteran. Oh, cool. So he got to be a part of it and see everything and um yeah you get dusty up there i'll tell you your eyes oh yeah you're gonna cry a few times yeah and, um there was a fallen army ranger and his dad and grandfather came up on stage because <clears throat> he was being honored and the grandfather was talking about how when he runs in these ultra marathons he feels his grandson with him oh boy and how the story about how before his oh, last man. deployment where he didn't come back how he told his grandpa he was afraid he wasn't going to go to heaven and oh, and his grandfather told him you know read him scripture and said hey you are and oh, and, and, and he passed but his grandfather's knees were getting weak up there and they had to kind of grab him because oh. it was it was just moving so wow uh Great event. You know, uh, you mentioned Benchmark, um, and and you're not just a state senator. Right. So uh, tell the people, because uh, you have a pretty good job, and, and, and I know you've got a girl that works with you, too, that uh, she does a pretty phenomenal job, too. Yeah, Jen Eckberg and, and myself are at Benchmark Mortgage downtown in the chamber, and, and we just... I've been in loan off, a loan officer in the mortgage industry for about 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my real job. Sure. Uh, and I'm very fortunate that they allow me to play government once in a while. Yeah. Uh, so going away for four months is not always the easiest. But yeah. um, it, it's, it's a great company. They're veteran-centric, do a lot of VA loans. In fact, I think last year, uh, almost two-thirds of my loans were VA. So yeah. I, I focus a lot that's on that. That's awesome. I do them all, but sure. we really have that veteran and active military focus. Yeah. So. You talk about uh, four months being out Bismarck. And now, explain how that goes. Are you there the entire time, or do you get to come home at all? Or So, yeah. So I come home most weeks, right? Okay. Uh, although there was a lot of snow this winter. Sure, uh, yeah. So there were a couple weekends. And usually we got, on the weekends. Yeah, always on a weekend. Mm-hmm. And no, I, I usually come back every Friday and go back Sunday. And, okay. Um, there were times, again, where we had the blizzards, some people went back on a Saturday. I'm like, you're just going to get home and turn around the next day and come yeah, back. So yeah. I, I stay in a hotel. Some will be in a condo or a house, whatever. But I stay in a Marriott. And mm-hmm. I'm there for four months. And yeah, it, it's, it's odd for them. You get sure. to know them all by a first oh, name basis. Exactly. Like, it is weird. That's like your doorman. Now yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's like you're in New York, but they've been great. They they, they took care of me and, and uh, it was comfortable. And like I said, just go. I'm in the Capitol. I mean, you're only sleeping there, right? So right. I'm right. usually at the Capitol by seven in the morning, uh, committee by eight, floor session at one, uh, probably back to committee at three, there till five thirty six. go to an event, whatever that night, go home at nine and go to bed. Wow. Read your bills. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the latest you ever been on the floor or, or in the Capitol? Actually, it was this when we signed, he died. So uh, when we that's what I figured. Yeah. We adjourned uh, at 2.51 a.m. on Sunday. Um, April was it 30th? Yeah. Somewhere around there. Uh, wow. It was. It was, that was the time I, was I used to get up to do the morning show. Yeah, it was it was nuts. I mean, oh, it was three in the goodness. morning and I was running on Folgers. And, yeah, oh, I bet. And I couldn't fall asleep afterwards because my body was just so wired. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? And then you're all out of whack. You know, your times are, are messed up. So you guys adjourned April 30th. So what, you just been hanging out, uh, <laughs> laying in a lawn chair ever since, drinking wish, bush lights? I wish. No, the very <laughs> Monday morning I was in the office. They, they, they always say, hey, try to take a week or so off to decompress because it mm-hmm. is weird. I had... 
twice twice that first week I woke up in a panic. Right, just a oh, panic. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I got to get to Bismarck. I muscle go, memory after yeah, how many months? Exactly. It, finally, I've kind of, I've, I feel like that's left me. It's out of my system. But there were two, two days where I can, like three in the morning, woke up, went into the bathroom, just kind of in a panic. Like, I gotta, I'm starting to grab my laundry basket. I'm washing <laughs> on my face. And then I'm like, you idiot. What are you doing? I mean, I've been known to sleepwalk, too, so there is now, that. I, I, I remember waking up. Uh, this was years ago when I was younger. I lived with two other of my buddies, and we all rode motorcycles and everything. And at that time, we were working, uh, building Articat snowmobiles. <clears throat> and we used to party pretty hard. I remember we all got done with work. We get done work at, at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And, and for some reason, that afternoon, we all fell asleep on the floor, couches, recliners, whatever. Woke up at 6.30 when we were supposed to be to work at 6 30 in a panic everybody gets up they rush their teeth jumps on the bikes rides to work goes to work and it's like the parking lot's empty what was 6 30 p.m <laughs> i mean that was only after a couple hours of sleep but you think you've been but what i'm saying is after you go for so long uh, you, your, your muscle memory gets all messed up you start to get your time your internal clock gets all messed up and Hard to know if you're coming or going sometimes. There's a lot of farmers that have the combine dream, and they know that one. Yeah. I had it too. Yes. I've had yes. that one where I'd wake up in the middle of the night in a panic. Mm-hmm. Can't find the hydro. I'm running into the truck yep, yep, and, and screaming. Yep. And all of a sudden, like this is back when I lived in the farm, and dad walking, <laughs> what's going on? And you're like, I'm in, I went into a rock pile. Like, you're not combining, you idiot. Hey, dumbass. <laughs> in here. So what does Scott Meyer do in the summer? Uh, uh, I know you were a ball player. Do you still play? Or yeah. What, what do you do all summer? So uh, I play in golf league with Mark Rustad and Paul Conner. Oh, boy. So, that's yeah. got to be a, a gut splitter right there every oh, night. Oh, it's a fun time. Yeah, it's I a bet. Good time. I bet. We, we go golfing and uh, every Tuesday out at Valley. And then I have softball on Thursday. And I uh, try to get to the lake once in a while, too. So I got a boat. And uh, I used to have a you know a ski boat, uh-huh. and now in my forties I have a floating minivan. Yeah, there I, you I go. A pontoon. Oh, you know what? Uh, you can still can you pull a tube with it or anything? You could, but we have a jet ski too. Oh, and, sure. Uh, that yeah. thing. Yeah. He's got more power than anything. So. You know, uh, Mark Rusted. Uh, when you mentioned him, uh, county commissioner, he was on the show here a week or so ago. But um, he's one of those guys. If you've just met him, you think he's a very quiet, quiet guy because he kind of is. But the stuff that comes out of his mouth, it's where he can split a gut with five words. I mean, and it, it is so damn funny. And you think, first off, how did you even think of that? And second off, I can't believe it's coming from you. But it's like that with him. I would imagine going 18 oh, holes would be awfully hard to do. It is. It's funny. And Mark's a great guy. He cracks me up all the time. And you're like, you said, where'd that come from? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know this quiet Mark that you reference here. So, uh, well, yeah, you, well, you know, I'm pretty good though, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's doing a fantastic <laughs> job uh, with the County, by the way. Um, we like him a lot. No, he has actually, um, I know there was a little kerfuffle there earlier uh, mm. in the year and, and Mark, basically shine a light on it and that's what i told him yeah, I go, he's not your, backing that's, down that's either your job yeah you, you are supposed to be transparent and let us know what's going on i go if you wouldn't have asked those questions it wouldn't have tipped off emily o'brien myself to go mm-hmm. ask these questions with the department of correction and for us we were i was upset with the state at first yeah. going hey we're not paying our bills we got to take care of our county right then we come to find out no we've been paying our yeah. bills now i go well what the heck are you spending your money uh-huh. on you can't account for it uh-huh. and now you're going to appropriate that money on a voice vote yeah now this is some now 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 i'm annoyed as a as a constituent sure sure so uh mark put a spotlight on it yeah it, it was funny because um i was um at my, my my one of my favorite watering holes the broken drum um 
And we were there last week, uh, my wife and I, and all of a sudden these guys in the bright green come running in, and you got to shut the gas off, blah, 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 blah. Or they're over there digging for this new jail expansion thing, and uh, they nailed some lines, including a major gas line. Uh, so, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> kerfunkel or kerfunkel, whatever you want to call it. Um, so anyway, all right, let's um, – Okay, so 590 bills, I think, were sent to the governor. 590. Yeah. Um, 583 were signed. Seven, I believe, were vetoed. What were some of the biggest biggest ones in yours? When you're talking about it, I know the tax exemption for military was huge for you, but um, some of the ones that you were more passionate about. So, yeah, the the income tax bill right there, you know, I I was a part of the – it ended up being kind of a hybrid with property tax and income tax, but mm-hmm. I was on the income tax flat, you know, uh, sure. uh, bill, right? Uh, and I was on the interim committee, kind of work, not a committee, but task force with the governor and the head, uh, Craig Headland and Jordan Cunningham. So they were, a, I was a part of that. And when we were working on that, I, I brought it to the governor's attention. I go, with these thresholds, most of our military members are actually going to be under that and not be paying any income tax anyway. So oh. we're, we're missing a small percentage, right. maybe 5%. So typically you're officers. And I go, there's a difference between saying low tax and no tax. So let's just scoop them up. And mm-hmm. I go, do you want to just add that into your bill? Sure. And he said, okay. he goes, no, I'll just put it on another one and, and take care of itself. Now with all of that, that income tax, the flat income tax, there was a, a mill buy down bill that got killed. Uh, they were taking a lot of oxygen, of course, with all the social bills. too. Mm-hmm. My, this bill of mine did not have any press, didn't have any coverage. No. I was working with general Dorman and, and major Jay Sheldon and, Jay and I were talking in the hallway one day, and he goes, do you think we should do a letter to the editor? Should we do something to get some spotlight on this? I go, to be quite honest, I think we just let, let's ride in the wake of all those other bills and just not make any attention on it. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, boom, 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 and it passed. And most people were like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think that was out there. You know, so, um, a lot of uh, friends I have are, are retired military people. Um, and, and, you know, they come from all over. And, and you know, I'm just going to throw states out there for an example. Say you come from, you know, a, a nice state like warm state, Florida, you know, Arizona somewhere. And uh, they ship you to Grand Forks, North Dakota, Minot, you know, Grand Forks. Uh, and you go, oh, my God. Here we go, the armpit of the earth. But they end up retiring up here. Um, They like it up here. It's not so much about the weather. There's more to life than the weather, people. If you've ever lived anywhere else in the United States, I used to live in California. I used to live in Minneapolis, St. Paul. I'll tell you what, it's nothing compared to what it is around here. But it's just another way to try to keep these people in North Dakota. Absolutely. Uh, We want them to show up here. And if they get stationed here, set their residence. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. And then even if they go, guess what? They're still a North Dakota resident. They aren't going to pay any income tax, but guess what? They'll still be paying their vehicle registration. They can still vote here. Yep. Uh, Typically, you know, great people. That's what we want. We want them to also, once they separate from the military, to find employment here. Sure. So we also have, uh, in 2019, it was Steve Vetter's bill. I was a co-sponsor on Mm -hmm. it, which which made uh, income tax exemption on retirement benefits for our military members. So, So those friends of yours that have retired... They don't pay income tax on that right. either. So yeah. we're working on ways to continue becoming, you know, one of the most pro-military states in the country. Mm-hmm. But we're also competing against states like Minnesota with their tuition reimbursement. They also yep. don't have income tax for active duty military. They don't have a base, but there's the, they right. have that. Mm-hmm. So what I was also picking up on was a lot of people were actually purchasing property in East Grand Forks, right? Yep. And, and um, these are just these little, little bills, in my opinion, but they do a lot. 
right. know, there are a lot of states where you don't have to pay state tax and, and, and taxes like that. But uh, you mentioned Minnesota, um, you know, and, and no bases or anything there. But um, I live in Minnesota and, and I'm getting fed up with it. Um, Governor Walz is a knucklehead. You know, all he cares, you know, his opinion of the National Guard of Minnesota is just a bunch of 19-year-old cooks. Right. And he has called them that publicly. Now they're talking about, there's like a split right down the middle where the west side of Minnesota is talking about possibly annexing into the Dakotas, which I would be perfectly happy with. It wouldn't bother me one bit. I love Minnesota. I absolutely love Minnesota. Born and raised here. I've lived the majority of my life there, but it's getting to the point where it is just freaking ridiculous, the things they are passing. Um, you know, they can they can actually, they're trying to push this through now in Minnesota where if you're a kid, say you're 12, 13 years old, and you want to have transgender surgery, they if your parents won't allow it, they will take the kid away from you. Mm-hmm. What the mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? They they've gone they're California of the North. Exactly. And, and, and it's it's actually they're telling California, hold my beer. It, Watch this. Are. And and I made the comment yesterday with the with the New Deal uh about colored people in California, how they all want one point whatever million dollars because they were Yep, yeah. yep. Um I have a lot of I have some friends in California, good friends. I I lived out there, I loved it. Um but I wish we'd just have a big earthquake and the state would just fall off the damn continent. Uh, that's what I think of California right now. And, and Minnesota is getting to the point where it's not that far behind. But I, I never wanted I, – I lived in this state for a long time, too. You know, Grand Forks, Reese Grand Forks. But, um, man, I tell you what, I'm, I'm thinking more and more about coming across the river again. There's uh, – I've heard of businesses, and I know the owners, that are based in St. Paul. Things like that where they're going to set up residence in Fargo. Just their headquarters. They're not going to change their business structure and how they ac- accomplish their business, but they're going to HQ in North Dakota now. I mean, that's going mm-hmm. to happen. The yeah. paid family leave, you have an increase in taxes. They're raising taxes. They had a $17.5 billion surplus in the oh, raising yeah. tax. Yeah. Now, the other things that they've gone, they've gotten pretty radical to the left, in my opinion. Some would call it progressive, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with with uh, their abortion, their transgender, their gun laws. They're going to get medis- or, uh, not medicinal, but recreational is going to pass. Yeah. Um, what, what, what you're seeing is Almost what you would think would happen in North Dakota. North Dakota's got a super majority. We've got 44 yeah. Republicans out of 47, or yeah. 43 out of 47 that are Republican. They have a one-seat majority. Yeah. It is not like, <laughs> like us. I, it's like, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. And yeah. here's the other thing, too. So we're, we're getting beat up again. And some of these bills, uh, the optics aren't the best, but I don't know if everybody completely understands all of the bills, and that's okay. But... Um, I, I, you have these people saying, well, no one's going to ever want to come to North Dakota. You're never going to win an election. You're never going to do this. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've had bills similar to these ones the session before and the session before or the session before, right? We keep picking up seats. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So the voters are telling you something at that mm-hmm. point. Right, right. I mean, it, it, I know. Are we going too far? I guess time will tell an election will, will correct, I'm sure. But, I mean, we keep on picking up seats. And uh, every senator... In, in that's a Democrat mm-hmm. right now is all from Fargo. Now oh, there's, yeah. there's it, it, shocking Fargo. So, <laughs> um, and, and then one of them only won by I think like forty votes. Yeah, and yeah. he's up. He has to go up again because of redistricting. Oh he sure. Some, he oh, some, he had some pretty squishy ones. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, including not voting for income tax cuts. So I mean, you could just hang oh. that on him and, and go for it. So, I mean, how could you vote against it? <laughs> I, I I don't know. And, and that was an argument I got into a couple. Uh, 
Or maybe they don't solid. pay any in the first place. Well, and that would be the point. His district, most of them would fall under that. Right. I mean, they're going to get it anyway because sure. nothing passes without us. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they're going to get it, but you voted against it. Yeah. And, and, and that was the other point, too. Uh, this whole redistribution of wealth and, uh, I mean, the arguments that they had, it, it was just... Uh, you know, they, think it's, they think it's the government's money, and that's right. ridiculous. It's better off in your pocket. You can go and invest it and spend it as you it, see fit. It's it, not right. Mine. Right. Keep it circulating. Yes. You know, keep it. Um, you know, you, we also talk about um, this, the school lunch thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, free lunches for everybody. And uh, it didn't make it. But then again, giving you guys more money to go have your lunch. And a lot of people were up in arms about that. Uh, your thoughts? Well, they did get it. The $6 million well, got they, thrown finally, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put it in. and, and uh, But still. I, I voted for the school lunch, mm-hmm. and I voted for the increase. So yep. I voted for both. Right, I, I right. wasn't one of those Why ones not? that was opposite. But mm-hmm. uh, now, they're still getting beat up on it yeah. for not for the school lunch thing. So it, it, they probably should have just killed it then at that point. But no, they, they, they're getting funded, and there's still federal funding coming through. Uh, but I also look at the side as uh, – it was not just lawmakers. It was all state employees. Mm-hmm. So it was it was increasing per diem. So, like, for instance, right now, you would get $6 for breakfast if yeah. you're on the road. Now it's 8 Yeah. Okay, wow. try to find breakfast for 8 bucks anywhere. Yeah, I mean, and here's another point, too. If you want to have good employees, if you even want to have good lawmakers, I think you're going to have to start considering raising this, the salary. And, and again, because it's not worth it. Oh, I mean, aren't you getting rich as yeah, being a state I, I, senator? I mean, living in a motel, which, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you get a little per diem for that. But the, I, I think a lot of these people don't realize what you guys go through and what you're doing. And all you're asking for is two more dollars a day for <laughs> lunch or whatever. I mean, I think it should. It, it's, it's kind of a no-brainer. It, it's fine. I get it. I I'm, I can live without it. But mm-hmm. still, if you're looking to get, one, younger people to get engaged to this or, uh, again, uh, anyone, it, you got to increase it. Right. Or else you're gonna, you're, if you want good lawmakers, that's sure, what it's going to take. Sure, sure. Uh, we did get a question here. What's the deal with a bill they were talking about months ago to ban MMA jabs? That must be vaccinations. Do you have any idea what that is? Oh, about the mRNA? Oh, I bet you that probably Yeah, that's is probably it. what it was. Might have been a typo. Uh, although MMA jabs seems like uh, that would be a rusted question. But, uh, no, I I think that died in the House, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, no, there's there's no um, saying that there was a bill I thought that you couldn't have any mRNA vaccines. Okay, right, and I, I think that died in the house. Yeah, do you see what uh, Chelsea Clinton is is flapping out of her lips now? I try not to. Yeah, every every unvaccinated child, it should be the law that they are all vaccinated if they're not, and then otherwise the parents have to pay. But um, anyway, well, smarter uh, than you. Yeah. <laughs> there uh north dakota state senator scott meyer is in the house we've got a lot more to talk about we're going to take a little break here from one of our sponsors executive properties are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done asap well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Hey, and by the way, Executive Properties also does garage door repairs and replacements. Uh, North Dakota State Senator Scott Meyer in the studio with us again today. That's worth a round of applause, no doubt about it. Um, the way North Dakota is, I mean, um, 
you know, a lot of these transgender things, um, I, I knew they weren't going to pass. Uh, you know, it's so funny. Even I don't want to get myself in trouble. But um, transgender pronouns, that deal, you know, where they are going to be ignored. If a kid comes to school, a 14-year-old kid, and says, well, I'm transgender and I want to be known as, you know, if your name is Mike and you want to be known as Michelle, ain't going to happen. I'm not going to call you that. Um, and I never did find out if they come in and, and identify as a, a, a cat or a rabbit or anything. But um, I don't care what you do in your own time. It doesn't matter to me. I have no, I don't care. But it's a public school. I think this was the right way to go. Yeah, that there was two different pronoun bills, one by Larry Lewick and another one by Scott uh, Dyke out of Williston. Larry's got vetoed, mm-hmm. and then... Dykes got signed. Uh, I was actually a co-sponsor on Larry's. That was the only kind of bill where you'd say I was out in a limb on. But I agreed with the premise. Mm-hmm. What it was stating that no state agency like or even a, like a, a public school teacher mm-hmm. cannot be required to use you know, a preferred pronoun. Right. right. You can't as they, I mean, you're my boss and you're telling me, Scott, you have to address Dale as she, they, or whatever, he, they, or whatever. Mm-hmm. No matter, they, them. You can't force me to do that. Right, right. That's a First Amendment issue, and I agree with that. So Mm -hmm. I I wanted those protections in place. I had talked to some teachers. I asked them what what kind of things. Do you see a lot of gender fluidity? And they go, yeah, one day they'll say I'm, I'm, you know, she, she, her, and now I'm they, them. But it's confusing even for them. Yeah. I think 99% of folks are going to do their best to accommodate someone again. Right, right. And the other thing, though, is if you're saying, you know, she, her – Typically, they're not in the conversation. Right. Yeah. So you know, I, I don't, I, again. When, I, when I'm out of class and I'm walking down the hallway on my way to my next class, if my good friends come up to me and we're walking down the hallway and they want to call me she, he, that's fine. Yeah. But when I get back into class and I'm there with my teacher, it's John, you know, or it's Frank or it's Bill or whatever. It, exactly. No. And again, I just wanted to have the protection in place. That's all I cared about. So you couldn't lose your job. Mm-hmm. If you accidentally mispronounce something. Right. I, I mean, and, and, and again, it, it was, well, you're taking away our rights. And I would say, what rights are you re- are we removing that I don't have? Mm-hmm. And there's always a blank stare like you're giving me yeah, right yep, now. Yep, yep, Because they can't think of one. <laughs> so I go, your infringement on someone else's First Amendment right now is what's happening. You're exactly, yeah. Them. So that's, that's a problem. It, it, oh, that was a good one. Um, you know, it, it's funny when, when we see you guys uh, out in Bismarck, and sometimes you'll have a niece or a nephew or somebody with you, and, and I'm, the kids get a kick out of it. I mean, I got to go testify one time, and I felt like a little kid. Um, I have spoken in front of large audiences and crowds my entire life, and I was nervous as hell. To go up there and speak, you know, and testify. But um, your sister, Kim, has been in this studio numerous, numerous times. Uh, she was actually, what, what was she there for? I know she testified for something. She was on a bill by Claire Corey okay. for school choice. Oh, Kim, oh Kimberly, yeah. yeah, so not only did Kimberly show up uh, just to the policy side, so it was a, there was an appropriation to it. So she had to go to the policy, testify. Then if it passes, it goes in front of appropriations, mm-hmm. testify. Then it goes to the other chamber, policy again, testify, and then go in front of appropriations again and testify. Mm-hmm. She did that four times. Wow. Including in front of one of my committees. Yeah. Uh, so I, she was, I'm an appropriator, so I, I got to sit there, and, and it, was, it was neat. How long was she there? 
Uh, I mean, at that time, I, I mean, every day. Was she just came the night before. Four days in her Oh, No, whoa. no, no. I mean, okay. it's, it was staggered throughout oh, the entire man. session. So, I mean, probably once a month, yeah. each month. And, and, and your thoughts on the school choice, because of all the stuff we've been talking about here, the, the transgender, blah, 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 and the, what teachers can do and what they're being forced to teach or not teach, do you think this is a good thing? Um, I know there's a lot of people for it. They want to homeschool or they want to go to a private school, but they also need a little help to do this. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely. I was a co-sponsor on it. So right, I, right. I, and I voted for it uh, because I, I do think the parents, honestly, I I think the governor wants to even go further. He did veto it, mm-hmm. right? And I was mm-hmm. pretty angry. I mean, I had some words with his chief of staff and, yep. and I talked to him in the hallway and, and he goes, well, Scott, we don't think it goes far enough. I'm like, really? Well, oh. okay, well. I wanted you to be a part of this then. You mm-hmm. shouldn't. So we're going to work out on the interim. Now, uh, I, again, I do think that parents should be able to decide where they want to take that funds. And it's not like we're not taking care of public education. Are you kidding me? That We just passed a $2 right. billion dollar budget. Sure. Even in the committee, um, we had uh, – what, what agencies? Well, she's with some agency, whatever. She's a lobbyist. And she's standing up there talking about how we're taking money away. We're doing all this from our public schools. And I go, well, hold on. If you look at the DPI budget – just the DPI budget, we're not even talking about local property taxes or mm-hmm. anything. It increased by a quarter of a billion dollars. I'm yeah. not talking, and that's just the increase. We're not even talking the full bill. I go, this was at the time a $25 uh, million. Mm-hmm. And, and I go, so it's taking a tenth, one tenth of your increase. Yeah. And I go, and furthermore, if you're truly thinking that um, you know, any appropriation is, is a slap in the face, okay, or, or any spending that could go to K-12, fine. Well, then I want you in front of my committee when we're talking about sales tax exemptions on grain bins. I want you in front on, on vehicle excise tax. You should be in front of my committee every time there's an appropriation or a tax cut if you truly think that any other money should go that route. That's how I think. But, yeah. of course, because this one's competition, now it's a problem. Sure. Um, I, I, I say this all the time, and I feel bad because I have friends that are teachers, and I know it gets harder and harder and harder for them all the time. Uh, me to this day, I'm 58 years old. I still say some of the biggest influences in my life were my teachers that I had in public school. But we got a text here saying the money needs to follow the kids, not the school board. And that's what I was going to get at here. It's the school boards. Um, we had a rash of how many people ran for Grand Forks school board this year? It's like 22 or something. And then East Grand Forks. What's same that thing. telling you? Exactly is what that's telling me. Um, you know, back then I had no choice but public school unless I wanted to. We wanted to move. You know, you couldn't do it. But we didn't have that option. But do you agree with, with that comment that money needs to follow the kids, not the school board? Yeah. And, and so what I want to see then is <clears throat> I want to I want to see what the governor's proposal is going forward. You know, again, if it wasn't far enough and, he, and that's fine. Because, again, once you implement it, it's probably hard to you know, put the toothpaste back in. Sure. So do it the right way. If that's the plan, and I I'm fully support that. Um, I don't know if there's an Arizona model that he wants to follow or others. But, again, um, I, I, I think it truly does create competition. Iron sharpens iron. And, again, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a product of public schools. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I, I'm for them. I support them. I vote on all the I bills. I think we I all turned out them. okay. Yes. Yeah. And there's a lot of great ones. But <laughs> you know what? If a parent's not happy... Again, they should have an opportunity. And this is not just for rich people. That's the no. other argument they put out right, there. Right. I go, I think it keeps actually our lower socioeconomic families under mm-hmm. their thumb. 
right? Yeah. Well, you didn't have an opportunity because you're you're living in this area. Now you don't have an opportunity to better your education right. or whatever. So. And, and let's face it, there's a lot of school boards out there that don't listen to the parents. They don't listen to the people that live there. Um, give them another option. Uh, it, it, it's simple. Um, I want to get back to your sister for a second. Um, <clears throat> did you give her the noogie? <laughs> nah, I couldn't go up to the the podium in time, so I just like fired some spitballs at her. <laughs> fired some spitballs. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. Uh, man, we love having you in here. Um, I asked you this, I believe, the last time we were on, and, and you were kind of heeing and hawing. That was maybe two times ago. Uh, your answer was a little different the second time. Um, I, I think you're making waves. I, I still am not sure if there's more you want to do. I'm imagining there's a ton of things you still want to see done. But, uh, you know, Scott Meyer, are you, you, how much time do you have left on this term? And are you going to run again? Well, I'm up again in 24. Should okay. I run? Yeah. And, and there's um, no plan yet. I haven't made any decision. Okay, because uh, it's, it's a commitment. It really is. I know and, it is. And, uh, I, I talk to you guys all the time, and I know what you go through. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I really do enjoy it. When I'm in that world, it, it is a different – it's just a different world, truly. There's no other way to explain it. Uh, I, I'm honored to go down and represent Grand Forks. Grand Forks works very well together. All of us mm-hmm. uh, are, are united fronts. Yeah. Um, you see some dysfunction in other communities. Uh, but I love it. Um, yeah, time will tell. Who knows? And, and, and it's here's the thing, Scott. I've ran into you uh, downtown or wherever we are. And, and Scott Meyer, if we're talking about going to the lake or fishing or playing softball, it's a lot different than talking to Scott Meyer, state senator. Um, you, you are passionate about this. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You're not just there wasting somebody's time or wasting a seat. Uh, you are there to get crap done. Yeah, I and, and and I know that. That's yep. why I've got, I'm I'm just I'm, I'm It's fun. I, I liked being in appropriations, I'm going to tell you. That was uh, that was new for me and and the wheeling and dealing and the fighting for your community and when people would say, "Well, that's only a Grand Forks issue." And uh, man would fire come in my eyes and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, I'm going <laughs> to rip you apart." Is is there things you still feel like have not been accomplished yet? Yeah, I, I actually ran into Johnny O'Keefe last night. Uh, oh, sure. Before the Kenny Chesney concert, and, and uh, he goes, how do you feel about Session? I go, my, my biggest disappointment was a bill that was going to help him and, and, uh, and strive. Mm-hmm. And I, I go, you know, when you get out of Session and you feel like, eh, that's probably a good feeling. Yeah. You know, you didn't get everything you wanted. You didn't get beat up as bad. Um, but that was one bill. I wanted to look at the, fight, the fees that the state charges are dispensaries for medicinal marijuana. Yep, yep. And it got gutted in the House. Yeah. And, and it... It, 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 I voted against it in the Senate, actually, when it came back. I was the only vote against it because it was just a worthless bill. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, Grand Sky funding, I'd love to have seen a little bit more. Um, I was lobbying on that side. It, it, the House had a much bigger number. The Senate cut it back. We moved it up to $10 million, which is a record for them. But, I mean, when you're getting almost 8 to 1 on a return on that investment, I mean, my goodness, that is what we call a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other one was we did get funding for the, the Children's Museum here. Sure. Um, once they cut the funding on Grand Sky, I, uh, yeah. I kind of said, well, I'm going to make sure that $5 million, I'm going to do my best to make sure that $5 million stays in there. Uh, unfortunately, I had Mark Sanford on the other side of the table in the conference committee. So uh, he and I were kind of talking a little bit. So what is the deal with marijuana in North Dakota? <laughs> I, mean, yeah, just, I really thought they had a, a, a much better chance of the recreational thing passing this this time around. Um, I don't think they had all their ducks in a row the first time. I thought it was way too vague. And um, I just, um, I can move. And um, I, I just, 
I thought maybe it would make it through this year, but it wasn't even really that close, was it? No, it got spanked. Uh, and and uh, when you see that kind of you know a voter turnout or result, mm-hmm. you aren't going to see the legislature put it in now. Right, right. So and again, it wouldn't pass. It didn't pass last time. We thought it was even in the legislature. Uh, I, I uh, really thought session. they had a chance this time. Yeah, yeah. And 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 my uh, so not this session, but the session prior, I was the only. <laughs> senator on that mm-hmm. bill and oddly enough the number was 1420 uh, <laughs> but i was on that bill <laughs> well, i don't my, think a lot of people know what we're talking about yeah. but yeah uh the the uh my majority leader wasn't very pleased to see my name on it oh really you know, he was not and my point was uh you know senator uh here's the thing if we put it on a ballot there's no public hearings. There's no public input. Mm-hmm. There's no amending the policy. There's no nothing. I go, it's our job to listen to the constituents, have the hearings, mm-hmm. find out the good, the bad, the ugly, amend what we need to fix, and then, in my, for lack of a better term, neuter this thing mm-hmm. and then put it in place. Right. Um, if Minnesota goes along with recreational, do you think that will change North Dakota's mind? Because basically then we will be surrounded. No, I, I, I think they'll be locked in even further. You think so? Yeah. Okay. They'll be like, well, yeah, if you want to go, cross the river. Sure, That's sure. Well, maybe it'll be payback from the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, people on the Minnesota side were going across the river because it was a lot easier to do in, in North Dakota compared to Minnesota. And- uh, that makes sense. It really does in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota just, it, state never ceases to amaze me. I, every time something new comes up, I'm like, What? Are you kidding me? What that like that what about anti pedophilia language? I'm like, where? What are we? What problem are you solving right now? And are, are these pedophiles, you know, not getting treated the nicest? Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that's too bad. Yeah, yeah, really. I, oh, I like DeSantis's new look at it. Actually, if you saw what Florida did, what uh, the death penalty? Oh yeah, if you rape a child. No problem with that. Yeah. I have no problem with that. No. Um, asked you if you were thinking about uh, if you wanted to run again. Um, now it's in the news. Is You think Burgum will run for president? I know he's saying I have no plans yet for 2024. They asked him about running for president. Then they asked him for running for governor. And all he says is, well, I have no plans for 2024. Do you think Governor Burgum would make a good president? Anybody would make. I could find you 100 people walking yeah. around in this mall that would make a better president than we have now, in my opinion. But what do you think about our yeah, governor? I mean, I would vote for him, obviously, over Joe Biden. Well, sure. I mean, yeah. But, yeah, exactly. I'd vote for you, too. I mean, and that's, that's <laughs> Thank a com- you. That's supposed to be a compliment. <laughs> I know. Like, that I was get a backhanded it. one. I no, get it. I get it. <laughs> but, I mean, let's be honest. It's Trump and DeSantis. That's mm-hmm. the end of the mm-hmm. day. That's mm-hmm. who it's going to be. And yep. I, I am a little disgusted with Trump and how he's attacking Ron DeSantis, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. That's yeah. politics. Um, I see the governor. I look at this as uh, posturing a little bit, saying, yeah, I'm going to run, but my ideal situation would be win my reelection for governor, mm-hmm. okay? Hope that either Trump or DeSantis are our next president. Yep, yep. Okay. And then hopefully become a cabinet level, like Secretary of the Interior, so then he can watch all the national parks. Oh, and a presidential library. There you go. There you go. Uh, that's a good answer, by the way. Uh, they're finding studies that marijuana can cause schizophrenia. Maybe that's the problem of a lot of people around here. I don't know. And you take a lot of naps. <laughs> okay. And you eat a lot of Doritos and all of that kind of stuff, too. Um, so... Scott Meyer, now you're not a North Dakota State Senator for the summer. I mean, you're just Scott Meyer, benchmark mortgage. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, give me your dream summer. Okay. Walk us through. 
a lot of time on the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, what lake do you go to? Minnewaska. Okay. Yep. So my brother-in-law is from uh, Starbuck. Okay. And that's how we all kind of have that connection out there. Um, and it's Pope County, Minnesota. Okay. Uh, just south of Alec. Okay. So it, it, I love it. It's a beautiful lake. It's, uh, I think, it's the 13th biggest lake in the state. But it's not like an overwhelmingly big lake like Leech or, mm-hmm. you, know, yep. you know, whatever. You like can go out there with your smaller boats yeah. and still oh, have a good it, time. It, it, the deepest point in the lake, I think, is like 35 feet. Yeah. Yep. Okay? And, and there's two towns on it, Glenwood and Starbuck. Oh, sure. And uh, it's a fun time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, hanging out on the lake, that, that's pretty much it. Play a little softball, a little golf. There's two golf courses on the lake, by the way. Oh, and, nice. Uh, so... That's ah, a good time. How, how long are you going to keep playing ball for? Oof. Because like, there, there does come a time, or at least with me, because I had guys on my team that were way older than I am. I mean, I with the Weir Willies. And, I and still play with the, Hank and Johnny. Okay. Hank, on my Hank team. was on my team back <laughs> yeah. in the day. Um, there was a high cutter was back on the team. Todd Iverson. We had a lot of old guys. It, for me, it came a time when my body just said, you know, because I'd say, okay, I'm not diving anymore. I'm not sliding head first. I'm not going to do all that. You can't play the game unless you play it all the way. Yeah. And it got to the point where I'm like, okay, I either keep playing this way and have to have my wife tie my boots for me to go to work in the morning because I'm so beat up, or I quit. And and my body told me when to stop. Are you smart enough to do that, or are you still fighting with your body, or has I, not got to that point yet? I Basically, it's every year in the last three years where I'm going, oof, I don't know if I have it in me mm-hmm. or boys. And, and then, of course, Hank... Ah, oh, Scoots, come on, you know, yeah, just, yeah. Hank and look at me. I'm still here. playing. I'm in my sixties. I'm still playing, you know, and uh, and then I'll go play, and I enjoy it, mm-hmm, sure. But I the next day is sore, yeah. and like you said, I, I'm I play left center and I lead off, yeah. so I'm kind of like they they think I have wheels still because I'm yeah, forty. Well, but you probably do. Well, we we did win thirty five and over old pro um, state. That's pretty uh, cool. A couple summers ago, anytime was, you can win a state tournament, that was cool. We got the patch, and it was honestly. One of the most fun weekends I've ever had mm-hmm. playing softball. It was just we even um, you know you got the Fultzies uh, on there, and we had a game. We were down by like nine, and we came back and walked them off, and and it was just it was like the quarterfinals, yeah. and it was just an awesome time. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's I said I'll get to forty, I'll play an, a, a forty and over old pro, and uh, after this season, I said mm-hmm. this is where I'll make the call. My dad, my dad played until he was about sixty. So I, I grew up in a lot of softball diamonds on the sure. weekends. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I grew up uh, fast pitch. It oh, yeah. used to be so big. That's how we spent Friday nights uh, in Thief River was under the lights watching fast pitch mm-hmm. uh, until he got old enough to play. Um, the hardest part for me, I think, uh, when I quit playing ball uh, was the guys, the camaraderie, uh, the friendships, the hanging around, having a cold one afterwards. Um, it, I, but on the other hand, now you've found golf. I did. I found catfishing. I still get to hang around with the guys. I still get to drink beers, and I come home not all sore. So uh, as you get older, you yeah. find something. Ron Ness, I remember this uh, a couple years ago. Uh, he's the head of the Petroleum Council, mm-hmm. and he goes, Scoots, all I can say is this. If you can still play, keep doing it. Yeah. You're get, all of a sudden, once you quit, you get old. Yeah. That's what he told yeah. me. Is you're going to get old. You got to find something to do. Yeah. And so, uh, I, like I said, I like <clears throat> softball. Golf is now taking up a lot of time. Um, it's It's just... It is. It's about hanging out. That's you know, really as, what it is. As long as they keep calling you scoots. Yeah. I mean, wait, there could be an age when they're calling you squat. I mean, I mean you know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah, it's funny. They, they, they know my nickname in there. Well, it's better than the uh, <clears throat> nickname I had my first session. Tom Campbell was calling me Senator SP. 
And I'm like, SP? Like, like, that's not my initials. What is that? And he goes, skinny pants. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he follows up, I didn't know you had Motel 6, uh, a Motel 6 suit. And I'm like, a Motel 6 suit? He goes, no ballroom. I'm like, jeez. Oh, <laughs> now, there's your joke of the day from your neighbor. <laughs> Right? Skinny <laughs> pants. That's like, oh, I'm from Paris, okay? Yeah. Fine. Just yeah. Leave it alone. <laughs> um, did we live, leave out anything? Uh, I have such a good time. Uh, we kind of get sidetracked a little bit when you come in here, but, but I think it's because there's more to talk about in life. But yeah. um, that's not why I brought you in here. Well, I appreciate you bringing me in here, and, and, and I think that's kind of what I like about it, and that's uh, why I'm a little bit of a different politician. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think you're a great politician. Just, you'd be able to relate and have fun and, and you know. Things get tough. Don't yeah. get me wrong. You know, it's funny. Um, I live in a state where um, I think I've had one or two politicians on this show from our state. I don't know if I'd ask them back. Um, I don't. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't like the majority of politicians I know in Minnesota, uh, all the way from city councils all the way up to the government or the governor. Not a lot of them I like, but. Boy, am I friends with a lot of North Dakota politicians, and, and I like them all. They're good people. So uh, here's just another way to say how accessible North Dakota politicians are. Not even just here. I'm talking our federal delegation. Mm-hmm. Kelly Armstrong is friends with my boss now from Benchmark down in Texas. Oh, right? wow. Now, yeah. And, yeah. And, and he'll reach out to Kelly if he has a question on something going on in D.C. Or they'll go hunting. They do these things. Like he, He's closer with my congressman. Than he is with his own congressman isn't that something? in Texas. Yeah, isn't right? that something? And and it's true. Uh, it's just we're relatable. Uh, we're down to earth. I, I know, like I said, I could call Kelly right now. I could probably call John. Kevin mm-hmm. I'm not as close with. But you could call him and say, hey, I've got a question on something. Can you help me with this? Yeah. And they're going to answer it. And, and you're the kind of guy, say I call you and you're in session and I leave a message. It, it, it might not be me. Maybe it's somebody that's got a question. Maybe it's somebody that's pissed off about something. You're going to answer it. Right. Um, I, I could tell you local government on the other side of the river won't even return calls. So uh, that's huge because that's why you're there. You're there to represent your people. We're not always going to agree. No, you're that, not. That's, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But at least if I can tell you my reasons behind it. Right. Yes. You know, hopefully you can respect it. You know, that's where it comes from. Um, it, I, I don't think anyone votes... I hope not, like, with malicious intent to hurt Right, someone. right. That's not what you're supposed to do. I right. mean, you're there for the interest of the people. And we had some library bills that got a little bit heated, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and one of them got vetoed and all that. And, and um, I don't think people are going out after our librarians and trying to put them in prison. No, but, no. But It'd be tough is, to be one. There is a concern. <laughs> sure, and, sure. And to be quite honest, I had far more input on that bill saying pass these bills mm-hmm. than the other way around. I mean, it, it, it's... It's just there's loud and it's uh, it's not as bad as you think. Yeah, um, it, it's got to pass the Miller test, which is a it's, it's a standard federally. Sure, it's not that hard. You know, when I got in here uh, and and I was even thinking about it last night, envisioning today's show, it's like okay, I'm just going to get on and I'm going to just start googling and looking things up, and uh, we'll talk about pretty much every bill. Well, 590 of them, um, and I started scrolling through. <laughs> it's like. Wait a minute. We could talk about 50 of these. There's four hours worth right there. There's no way to do it all. I tried to get the ones that I thought pertain more to us up in this area. I'm sure I missed out on a few. Hopefully not. But, um, you know, we always can bring you back again, too. Well, I I talked to a couple of my buddies that are out of the game now. And uh, I said, if, if I don't run, 
we need to come in here and we could do uh we put the live stream the senate in the house and sit here and have a almost like a mystery science 3000 and just throw it it would be it would just be like watching city council meetings here in grand forks yeah. get, you bring the popcorn i'll bring the beer and let's just get ready to watch the shit show oh, there's times i would just get done in the senate i'd walk right across the hallway and sit in the back row and watch the house yeah well, and i'm like grab your popcorn get a chuckle right it's good stuff <laughs> Uh, Scott Meyer, thank you for coming in, man. Appreciate it. Uh, We'll talk here as soon as we're done, all right? Awesome. There you go. That's North Dakota State Senator Scott Meyer. What a great guy. Uh, We love having him in the studios here, and uh, he's back for the summer. So if you run into this guy and you don't know him, tell you what, shake his hand, introduce yourself. Uh, I guarantee you, you're going to like the guy within about two minutes, all right? I want to give a big shout-out to Moe's Cafe for bringing you today's show. They're right here in the Grand Cities Mall. What a great little sit-down, take-out diner. Uh, I love their breakfast, and they have got the daily dish every day, Tuesday through Friday, all right? Today, it's shrimp and mussel pasta with linguine, tomatoes, white wine, and pesto broth for only $12. What a great deal, huh? Either that or order off the menu. Hey, if you're in the military, they're going to give you a 15% discount. They've also got gluten-free choices, too. Open Tuesday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Weekends, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Check them out. Suite 31, your most cafe in the Grand Cities Mall. Ah, let's see. Dirty Thursday tomorrow on Announcers Day. Brendan Grover, Chad Hoff, and myself. We're going to talk about what it's like announcing at tracks around the area. And some of the stories we can share on the air, um, maybe some we can't. Hey, Big Screens and TV Streams is on at 2 o'clock today. Enjoy the show and enjoy the rest of your day. Remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone, all right? You'll never miss a show that way. It's a pretty cool deal. Hey, the Grand Cities are awesome. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again. 